Hey, good friends and supporters. So we are still talking about slow stitch conscious choice. And I wanted to take some time and share with you why I did this book. Many of you know me as a climate disaster and social justice activist, really thinking about resilience, risk reduction and equity. And so this foray into talking about slow fashion doesn't quite add up. I have shared with you some of the words of some of the 22 collaborators that came together in this book that tie the threads between slow fashion and climate change and human rights together beautifully, as well as health impacts. But I wanted to share with you a little bit of my contribution to this book so that you can understand my why and how it connects to some of my life experiences, which I've shared with some of you all in conversation, but never put out on the wide open internet as I'm doing today. So here's a bit from my introduction and my essay. I had the privilege of growing up in what I believe to be the best place on earth, New Orleans, Louisiana. My childhood was one of those unique experiences that I'm not sure many children get to have today. My world consisted of parents, grandparents, numerous cousins, friends, neighbors, and a large extended family all within a few blocks of each other. There was always someone around. What adds to the charm of New Orleans, like much of the South, is its textured, at times complicated, multicultural and intricate landscape. This setting allows for an experience of growing up and navigating the world alongside people whose experiences are distinct from yours. Growing up on my block, my world was a melting pot of cultures. I had friends and family members of different backgrounds, neighbors from the West Bank, Korea, and Vietnam, Central America, the Caribbean. In essence, my upbringing was steeped in cultural richness with countless hands ready to either correct me or propel me forward, depending on the situation. In this book, everyone that contributes comes from a different place, a different perspective, shares who they are and their why, which is an underpinning of helping us to resist this idea that we are divided. We cannot be if we're gonna do the good work to save this planet and to make sure that we reduce risk and help people not only to survive things like disasters and confront climate change, but to do so in a way that they can thrive. Here's a little bit more. So why did I write a book about slow fashion or why did I contribute to a book about slow fashion? When we talk generally about climate justice, we're referring to how some communities bear the burden while others reap the benefits. Those of us in the global north benefit from having clothing on demand while people in the global south labor to produce the clothing. Despite it being inexpensive for us, it's often beyond their purchasing power. When we're done with these clothes and discard them, for instance, the US, an example, doesn't process all of its own waste. So it often ends up once again in the global south, causing further harm to their ecosystems. For instance, there's a massive clothing landfill damaging the Atacama Desert, a region where drought cycles already exacerbated by climate change are worsening due to further damage to the ecosystem. So for my people who are in humanitarianism and emergency management, I wanted to point out that we are caught in this cycle of 
in our daily lives, perhaps contributing to scenarios that end up being disastrous events or emergencies that we respond to. And so it's an opportunity, an invitation to think through about not just our daily lives, but our supply chain and how that impacts the places that we're trying to work with on risk reduction. Now I'm gonna go with one more passage and go back to family. So what does slow fashion mean to me? Fashion is a statement about who you are and how you navigate the world. I believe we've moved away from this idea and have become too focused on trends or was considered attractive instead of using our attire to communicate our individuality. It's also about ethics. And this comes from my family and the women in my family. I would look at old photos of my grandmother, my aunts, my mom, all looking stylish with minimal resources. Even back in the 70s, they looked cool in clothes they often made themselves. Their outfits were more than just clothing. They were statements of their personality. One of my earliest memories, I think it was around first grade, encapsulates this ethos perfectly. I had had a little party and my grandmother sat me on her lap and taught me how to write thank you notes. As she explained the importance of expressing appreciation, I could feel the coolness of her necklace against my cheek and the silky texture of her dress as I ran my hand up and down her sleeve. That moment, what she was teaching me, what she was wearing, showed me something about who she was and how she carried herself. This was, not, this was her style, not just in how she dressed, but in how she interacted with people. In the end, yes, fashion is about style, but slow fashion is about the kind of care we should extend not only to how we dress ourselves, but how we treat others, and even more so, how we treat this world that we live in. So you can read more about why I did this book and more about the personal stories of all the people that endeavored to walk with me on this journey, Slow Stitch Conscious Choice. It's available on amazon.com. You can get it on your Kindle. And in just a couple of weeks, it will be available in paperback edition. Thank you so much for all of your support of this book, for the Undivide Project, for my colleagues. And as usual, you can follow us on all channels at Undivide Project. Thank you.